So if you don't know, this is during business hours. Welcome to during business hours. We're working people. You should be too, unless you're sitting at home on your couch. We can brainstorm some ways for you to make money as well, but stay tuned. It's an interesting one today because I unintentionally started a whole business. I think it's more the, if, if you're, what is it? If you're happy with what you're doing, you never work a day in your life. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a, I was very petty when I started the electronics gig that I was in. And it was just fixing and swapping screens, doing color changes on like iPhone 3s, iPhone 4s. We used to change the frames from uh, the black and silver to gold and yellow, red, blue. Buy them from China on DHL.com. Everyone knows. And then with the woodworking, when I moved out here, I just had that CNC I had bought from my dad. And I'm like, I'll do engravings and signs. And that's easy. And that took off for a little bit. Cut some ranch signs, some home, some funeral plaques out of like simulated marble and stuff. And that worked, but I didn't think that the epoxy was going to be like, Hey, let me do your countertops. Let me do your countertops. Let me do. I'm not asking people somehow found out I did it. And then I had a customer drive from Buffalo on the recommendation of some old guy who had seen one of our signs for 3d printing here. And then was like, yeah, I got a $5,000 job. Then I need epoxy countertops for my lodge. Okay. It's big. The only problem was, basically, is a set of bowling lanes that they had cut down and put with borders across all of the uh, countertops. So this is completed, but you'll get an idea of what these look like. These are just wooden maple bowling lanes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the ones that you were showing me the other day. Yeah. yeah. So I sealed all those, but imagine a sixteenth of an inch gap in between each one. Yeah. All the whole countertops, almost like an outdoor barn, gapped. And the customer's like, I just want to fill them with epoxy. But underneath is like particle board. So even if you fill those holes with epoxy, it's going to come out the sides, onto the cabinets, all over the floor. We don't want that. Mm -hmm. So I gave them a couple options. I was like, I can putty it. It's going to take longer to seal, and it can move, it can break, or I can wood filler. And then that's going to need restaining, reshaping, resanding, more work, more labor, less on materials. Because if we use 12 gallons of epoxy, that's 1200 bucks. Or we can use wood filler, like $100 more, four gallons of epoxy, get our 16th of an inch coating. And the customer originally wanted matte, which if you know anything about woodworking and epoxy, matte is a hard sheen to get from like your tabletop epoxy gloss. After you're done pouring, you got to make sure there's no defects, no bubbles, and you have to sand all of it from 500 to 1000 grit. Yeah. And then... Mm-hmm buffer it after that and then it's got a sheen that's matte so a lot more work. a lot more work not the nicest work but a lot more work so i said yes to the job because i was like yeah if i'm just gonna pour and not have to do any work i'll buy it you pay me 700 bucks done one day of work that's nice i thought four or five hours with travel get there i'm like oh yeah this is gonna be three whole days work so seven turned into 21 plus 750 for materials and then plus extra for materials. And then they wanted a little more extra. So it's like 3500 bucks in, in work. And it's two, I'd say two and a half days of work because I was there for 10 hours, which is basically two working days out here for me. And uh, I decided to get it all done in one day because I was going to go to Oklahoma City yesterday. Didn't end up going because there was a uh, cold storm yesterday in Oklahoma City. So I avoided going down there because I didn't want the slippery roads. And luckily I didn't because last night I got a freaking flat tire at Walmart, which we'll get into. But it was hilarious because I got that done in 
10 hours on the dot from 11 a.m. to 9 p.m. in Buffalo. Or originally, the customer was like, no, I'll help you sand. I'll help you filler. We'll get it done X amount of time. I'm like, cool. So I quoted a little less for that reason. Nice guy, nice family. Weirdly enough, ended up staying and not helping, but like staring the entire nine hours, which was fun. But man, I never expected the woodworking to be such a business because I've already gotten four other clients while working one day. Just from talking about doing epoxy countertops. I'm like, oh no, I had to prep a customer. Boom, boom, boom. Now it's doing rough numbers. If I got one customer a week doing that, I would make an extra hundred thousand a year. That's a lot of money. Yeah. One customer, two days a week. So I could work two days a week and make $100,000 extra a year. That's dumb. How's that dumb? You're making money. That's still dumb. It's there, cool. It's very nice. Yes. There are dumber ways to make money. I know, but it's dumb that it's that expensive. I think if epoxy wasn't $100 a gallon, some cases you can go $225, $230 for a four-pack of like tabletop, tabletop epoxy. Total Boat, sponsor your boy. But... It's it's not a an easy job. It's definitely like I've fucked up a lot of my own epoxy jobs and had to redo, recut, redo, recut, repour. Mm-hmm. God, I just wasted. <laughs> I found something out. I had bought like a four pack of tabletop epoxy, put them in boxes and left them in my garage over the summer. And it's the winter with like cold snaps now. All that hardener is bad. God. Which means six gallons of epoxy. $400 worth of epoxy. Bad. Gone. Amazon. Um, yeah, I need to place a new order. Let's hope that doesn't show up bad. <laughs> you know, uh, I don't know, like, trend-wise, I don't know if that's going to, like, at some point, like, dip. So, you know, your your fluctuations in making money could change. Oh, yeah. Because that's, that's the other thing, trend-wise, because there's always going to be something new coming up and and I'm sure 100% like woodworking and what people want to be done things people want to be added to to their repertoire yeah yeah my wife was uh made a real great comment about money saving cuz you know I've got my gambling addiction and I was like no we're done 3 months at least won't touch a casino for 3 months we both agreed nobody's going to bring it up mm-hmm. no casino no casino and, uh, damn it, now I'm thinking about the casino. But <laughs> point, It's only a problem if you admit it. It's a problem. God, you just had to admit it? Yeah, ha- I had to admit it. <laughs> uh, no, I lost like 50 grand in three months. And that, that for me, that's a lot. Like, that's, that's less than 50 trips. Let's just put it that way. 3,000 a trip, so on and so forth. It's the only thing to do out here with a date night. And now with the drug addict of a babysitter... We luckily we found out she's a drug addict, so we have no excuses. You we don't. Go, you'd go bowling, watch a movie. We could if There's, we had a babysitter. Don't got a babysitter now. You want to watch my kids? How much are you gonna pay? Uh, Fifteen an hour. I'll do it for twenty. So that's a negotiator right there. I'll, <laughs> I'll keep you on for emergencies. <laughs> All right. But, dude, it was crazy because. Uh, we did the math and we're like, dude, we should own a house right now out here just because we can own a house. But we don't because I overspend on the dumb shit and then go and like, ah, you know, it's all right because we still have so much income. And then all that income goes to paying like everything else and putting in investments and savings. And I'm like, 
But all my fun money that I'm like, oh, I could just buy another house. Gone. <laughs> Gone. For now. Yeah. For now. Give me six months. It'll be fine. I'll, I'll, I want to say that there was a house I saw on 22nd. I think it's for sale. I want to say I saw a sign, but they have like a, a shop in the back that I think would be pretty good for you having your, your CNC business. I need I need insulated. That's the problem I'm having now because I can't pour my game table or my coffee table. So my wife's birthday is on Friday. And man, if I could get her out of the house with the kids for like three hours, mm-hmm. I could make her a coffee nook. That would be good because she's got like her espresso machine. She makes her own Starbucks coffee every morning. Tastes exactly like a venti quad iced white mocha. But it's a small counter in the uh, kitchen we have right now. It's just too small. Yeah. Hey, you know what you could do is you could get her a nice little little spa day at uh, a Hinta Beauty Salon, Dale's, manicure, Where? pedicure, massage. Who's a Hinta Beauty? Who owns that? It's a place that I work at. It's a salon oh. that I'm in. Manicures, pedicures, massage. So uh, did I tell you the story about, uh, you know, the sign guy's daughter? The sign guy's daughter? Yeah, 13 Pro Max. She hot? Uh, She's married. So we know the sign guy, Jeremy. Everyone knows Jeremy. Unfortunately, we've had our bad, you know, blood in the past. And uh, I've always been got along with his daughter. First day I went out to do that testing last week in Buffalo, his daughter calls me the day before, what was that, Tuesday. So Monday calls me, hey, I need my phone done. I'm like, hey, I've got one spare aftermarket screen. It's 250 bucks to get the repair done. I have it same day. Apparently her husband's boyfriend is Wednesday. He's been without the phone for like two months, and they've been using iPhone 8s. He wants his uh, 13 Pro Max back, or 13 Pro. All right, cool. Let's get it done. She says 13 Pro. I say 250. She comes in. It's a 13 Pro Max. I charge her 275. Funny enough, she comes back the next day while I'm not here and I'm in a Buffalo. Doesn't tell Seth anything. Just texts me from 7 to 7.30. The most god-awful chain text message I've had by a customer to my personal fucking phone i was out of uh this is tuesday at 639 639 starting there caesar's screen is flickering and the volume button isn't working it's popping up this message and won't let him do anything can you order a new screen he said it's not an iphone screen the phone isn't detecting it as an iphone screen hey chris we appreciate the time you took and quick responses on everything i was really trying to make this birthday gift special but obviously all odds are stacked against me i gave it to him early today after the password thing let up and upon discovering all of the screen for flickering lagging volume button not working and the message that won't stop popping up we decided to just take the screen off give it back to you get our money back and use it to just get him a new phone we went through all this trouble and it sucks that even you couldn't fix it when we know you're the best in town so it just looks like the phone's garbage at this point. Anyways, he just decided as a birthday present to himself, he can get a new phone with the money I spent on the screen, if that's possible. But we appreciate, again, all your time and effort into this ridiculous Apple fluke. 
What time would I be able to come in tomorrow? Do you see the times on that? 6.39 p.m. Kind of slide. 6.39, So within 25 minutes, all of those messages, while I'm working on three, something else? Three of these were at the same time. Yeah, so she, she texted them all back to back to back within one minute. Obviously, I say there's only two options because... I can refund you, you know, the part, take the part off and then keep my labor. But then that's still cheaper than a data recovery, which they have already admitted they got their phone's data off, luckily, finally. So 150 is a data recovery. Let's charge data recovery. Funny enough, I tell her that I give her rough numbers while I'm driving home from Buffalo because I can't remember. I was like, got this bundle of messages while driving back from Buffalo this evening. Irregardless, it happens to screen replacements outside Apple. I've already told her about the message. I said the bezels are a little bigger. You know, this is your cheaper option. Otherwise, spending 475 on an OEM screen. Mm-hmm. Doesn't want to do it. Don't have the money. You know, it's tight. I understand. But trying to blindside me with like, hey, there's a small issue with the screen flickering. The only issue with the screen is the flickering. The message has already been discussed. Her husband probably didn't get the message of like how we already discussed it. And then it goes from like discussing this in person. And one thing I always tell people is get it in writing so that you can back it up with. Here's the facts I gave you. I didn't follow my own fucking advice because I knew this person and I've dealt with this person before. And they've usually been not a dickhead. So I said, uh, Apple tries to scare people. As I told you, not sure what's going on with your volume button. I can address that if you bring it in. Her phone was locked out for five hours. So I couldn't use volume. I could only use power. Uh, Then I just got your extra message. I can always RMA the screen. If you want to return the screen, you're going to lose out on the labor and cost of the return of the screen. But as I already ordered and installed the other lady's screen this afternoon, sorry if I was out of touch for the last half hour. Just bring it by tomorrow and we can handle it. No need to get a whole new phone. How much would it be to labor compared to a new screen? I was like, 150 is the cost of the new screen, thinking that it was the 13 Pro she quoted me. Already, you know, on the drive from Buffalo, don't remember the numbers, but typically 99 is labor. If it's free for me to RMA the screen, if it's just glitching, what's the rush? If he hasn't had the phone, I'm just worried it won't, he's just worried it won't work. She says, I mean, there's no rush. It's just the fact that it's lagging and flickering. There's a purple hue to it. We just decided instead spending the money to trying to fix it, we'll just trade it in and get a whole new phone. He's due for an upgrade anyways. Completely up to you. Come by tomorrow to get it done. Ha ha ha. Are you driving and texting? So sorry. I'm catching you at a bad time. What's 48 though? What would, what, would the return be 182.91 if the labor's 99 and the screen? So I charged her a card fee because she said she was bringing cash. So I charged her like seven bucks on the total of two, et cetera. And so now she wants 182 out of the 282 she paid me. Mm-hmm. So she's like, she does all this math while I told her I'm not at the office. I'm not doing the numbers. Do, don't worry about it right now. So she's trying to stick me with a number here. And the screen is 150 and very confused. I paid 281.91. I paid 120 in cash and then paid the card and the fee as well. 161.91, 281.91, minus 99. And the fee is a 182.91. So that'd be my refund, correct? I was like, texting and driving, yeah, as I stated. Sorry, driving back from Buffalo. First thing tomorrow when I get in the shop, I'll handle the numbers and find out what the RMA costs. I'll shoot you a message first thing when I get there. Okay, thank you. Be sure. I was like, hey, you were right. 13 Pro in my head last night, parts 168 on the 13 Pro Max. If you bring by today, I'll have Seth throw the original and process the payment back to you of 148 through square, through square, save you a couple of bucks. By the way, you typed this this morning, didn't send before takeoff. She said, what's my exact refund? And I said, 148 is the refund. She said, it should be $180, period. 
You said your labor was 99. I paid 120 cash and then 162.91 on the card and machine. My refund is 182.91. I wasn't told if it, it was an I hold on, here's the fun. I wasn't told it was an aftermarket screen. I'm really confused. I thought I was getting a good screen from a reputable supplier. I still had, and I say, I still had to reorder the screen. I'm out shipping, card fees. I'm not adding a restocking fee or charging you a flat fee for the data recovery. I told you about being aftermarket, showed you the bezel once it was done. The 161.95 is going back to your card 180. Uh, 148 plus tax. She said, your guy just told me that I don't pay tax and you guy, uh, that you guys do, so I'm confused anyway. Yes, you showed me the bezel didn't have nothing after text messages starting acting that I never, that you never told me in person. Caesar discovered it last night after it not working and doing the glitches and stuff, and I was confused because I thought it was the right screen for the phone. You also said labor was 99, so I'm confused where the extra money comes in. Anyways, I'll just take the 160. It's cool. Thank you for all your help. I'm just really upset about the whole situation. When will the refund process? When do I need to come in in person for my card or do you with machine? I'm not sure how Square works. It's like refund takes 24 to 48 hours, like all processors. Already processed. Oh, I'm glad he's speaking on things he doesn't handle. I totally get it because... There was no tax. We charged a tax fee for the card fee. And I still didn't have to give her the 13 bucks or whatever back. But she didn't go take cash out, like she said. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to put a fee on here for, uh, which is legal in Oklahoma. I said, uh, we don't do change of minds without adding a cost for shipment, processing, restocking. This saves you the most and just handles it because I know how quickly it went from zero to 100 last night. And I can assure you this, I am being fair. She said, okay, thank you. 86th, 80 fucking sixth. Don't come back. I don't need your business. If there's something wrong and there's glitching or whatever, I would have already made the screen, get you a new screen. Boom, boom, boom. It cost me nothing except dealing with you for like four hours the next day, talking back and forth, calls, texts. No, this isn't it. This is what I'm getting. No, this is what I'm getting. Like, you can't push me, woman. It's not going to work. I'm giving you what you're asking for. I'm taking an extra 20 for my shipment and my fees. Mm -hmm. That's it. Like I could have taken 150. I could have given you $120 back and said, here you go. That's 150 plus taxes. I'm not doing that. I was being so nice. So nice. At a certain point there in what you were reading with all the numbers, it, it felt like, uh, like those animes where my eye just turned into swirls and I was just like, I don't even know what's going on. Dude, I was driving and I'm like, how many times do I go say I'm driving back from Buffalo? And she's like, I need an answer now. Do, 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 I'm like, I, just, I don't care what your husband thinks. This was a transaction between you and me. What your husband thinks is doesn't matter. The point was, you're paying me to do a job. I gave you all information about that job. I am 100% upfront about everything that I find about aftermarket parts. Mm-hmm. It was the only option we had. We had ordered it for another customer that Monday for overnight, she said she wasn't going to be until Friday. So I was like, all right, I'll just overnight another part for this customer. So I broke even at the $100 for the install. And then she couldn't even trade in the fucking phone, which was even funnier because it's busted. But she got her data off, so it doesn't matter. So they, they paid me $100 to just to get their data off and then argue about what the refund should be. Do you not have a, does that camera not have audio out there? It does, but Roku's really dumb where it fills up your SD card and then doesn't warn you it's full up. So I tried to download the clip and the audio was full up. Damn. (laughs) So 
It would have been great. God. I know. It makes me want to go back, but Roku's just too inexpensive. All I need is stills from any burglary to pay for insurance. Mm -hmm. Like, it'll cover insurance. There's nothing that any camera on any countertop is ever going to show you that you need besides content. And I've got (laughs) a million of these cameras pointed everywhere if anything ever actually happens. Yeah. But, man. God. I wish Seth was hilarious. Oh, we don't pay the taxes usually on parts. Like. She knew what she was talking about because the only reason there was a fee on there was for the card fee. Mm. It shows as a card fee. I was like, all right, what's seven uh, percent of the total card charge? Yeah, fun times. She was a <laughs> pain in my bloody ass. But I went out there to check, do measurements. I think I spent half an hour there. Came back with the wood to do the prep and install the next week when all the stains were done. Because I got four different types of stains from Amazon. Returned them all because they were all garbage. Went with an oil-based stain. YouTube has taught me everything I need to know about doing epoxy countertops. There's a whole YouTube channel dedicated on every version, reason, accident, problem you'll run into. Stone coat countertops. Check them out. They definitely were like, this is the easiest way to do it. Here you go. Make $2,500. Good times. But this place is like a giant lodge. I think I showed you the bunk beds and stuff like that. I didn't show you the bunk beds. Dude, they have grown queen-size bunk beds. I've been waiting to see these pictures. Yeah. But uh, I guess it only makes sense since I also keep on forgetting to send you pictures of my office. Literally every time I forget about it. This is like the Harry Potter. I live under the cupboard. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry. I'll bring a Polaroid, sir. Like, uh, man, when was it yesterday I was uh, at the comic shop and... God, I got to print them some of the fucking dice boxes. I keep thinking about it. My printer's been down, not running for like two months. And I'm like, I could have ran so much shit through for... <laughs> oh. And that Optimum place never came through with paying me for the uh, Battleship game. Oh, really? Yeah, for all the samples I printed. Damn. I'm like, oh, do it this way, do it that way. I worked on it for like 10 hours, not a dime. I'm not paying them for any of their signs, so. Yeah, that sucks. No, it doesn't suck. I'm $17 worth of uh, print, you know, uh, material, 10 hours printing, $300 worth of signs. Peace. Mm. It's good for me. Save some money. Yeah. Uh, yesterday I was at a comic shop, and I was uh, looking through some photos uh, and then I saw a picture of, like, because I sent somebody a picture of my couch, like, a long time ago. And I was like, oh, like, fuck. I remember I was supposed to send Chris a picture of my office. This casting couch. Yeah, literally. But I need to do that at some point whenever I remember. Are you old enough to remember the casting couch? Yeah, I know what the casting couch is. Do you know from the memes or the actual videos? From the actual videos. Okay. Not that I've ever seen any of those, because... When, I, I, when I was a younger kid, I used to watch Money Talks. You know what that is? Mm-hmm. I, I, for some reason, was addicted to this uh, Money Talks porn. It was... Uh, anyone who understands Money Talks porn, let me know in the comments right now. What was your favorite in reality, like... You're 17, you're like, oh my god, this is so cool, I wish this could happen to me. Some people were the bang bus, some people were reality, some people were the moms, whatever. Man, it was, they would go to businesses, try and get girls selling things or whatever to interact with them, and then offer them money if they go into the dressing room, if they come out to the beach with them, if they come home with them. And so it was like paying in Florida, of all places, 
hookers, making hookers out of real life people. And then you could look these people up and they weren't actors. That's what was crazy. They were all on MySpace. They were all on Facebook at the time. It was nuts. Oh, my God. So then it's like, he paid you 50 bucks. Like, what are you going to do for dinner? You know, a nice dinner. <laughs> it's crazy. I think that was the alluring part. Now I've just ran into, what is it, blushing at uh, Magic Anime Girls. Blushing at Magic Anime Girls. Have you not seen that anime on High Dive? Uh-uh. It's, it was rated for one of the best January drops. Because um, January has been the season of anime, if you don't know. It's one of my favorite pastimes. But they're mixing, like, Redo the Healer mm-hmm. with Superpowered in Another World. Yeah, so a girl randomly gets superpowers to be a villainess against a pack of magical girls that she idolizes. Then it turns out she's, like, a dominatrix. And because she's such a dominatrix, like, in hiding, she doesn't know. But anything she slaps with her whip becomes... A tentacle creature, oh like a creature God. of candle wax, and like, like wow. Um, and so I'm four episodes in, and I'm like, wow. Um, that's that's it's, Chris, that's so disgusting. Like, where can I even find this? Because I don't even like right there on Prime, which is also available on the VR. <laughs> the crazy thing, like the woodworking school, I, I foresee that being like a money thing. I need to get one more person in this store to run it with Seth. So Seth's not working like 75 hours every two weeks. Mm-hmm. Cause then it's like a thousand bucks every two weeks and making 2000 a month on a store that's making 20 grand. Not bad. Like we'll probably have a slower month in January than expected. I think it'll be like 16 to 18 grand. Not bad, not bad. Just not as good as December. January's definitely been a slow month for sure. What, um, what's your numbers for the month so far? So far, I'd probably say close to, if not over a grand so far. Over a grand? Yeah. You're lucky you don't have, like, rent. You have a car payment? Yeah, yeah, car payment, phone payment, and then the business office rent. If it's slow, do they cut your break on the business office? Uh, I could probably go by like maybe like a, a week. I could buy a week. She'd let me probably skip by with a week off and pay her that rent. Yeah. Uh, I mean, cause she's, she's pretty chill. Uh, Brenda, the one I rent my office from cause, and you're probably going to be like, dude, like you, you're business savvy. Things are going to come in. You're like, dude, like, come on. Like, why, why are you doing that? Right? So dude, I, I've told you how I started my business, right? I know. But, but like the, the thing is you, like, he, he idolizes me and thinks I'm some like great grandiose, like business marketer inventor. Guru. Yeah, yeah. Guru. Uh, no, because like, so the way that my, uh, quote unquote, like <laughs> business office rent thing works, it's, it's, I'm sorry, I'm just thinking of myself <laughs> talking about porn in the work day. <laughs> Where's my life become? <laughs> hey, did yeah. you see this like autoerotic asphyxiation like anime on Prime Video? It's the best. Yeah, wanna how do you fix, feel about you wanna it? You want to fix some things? This is great. Oh my god, my life. The investigators for my contract probably like what the f- what the. <laughs> so sorry, guys. Let's get back to a professional <laughs> podcast. Tell me about your mother. <laughs> Okay, so, so your deal. So it's like a, a month by month kind of rent thing. Like I I don't have a like written well, no agreement. No lease, no contract on the arm. Yeah. 
cool. Uh, she's been like really chill about it. There's been like at least a month that I know of that I'm like, hey, Brenda, like I won't have the money to you on the first. Like, is it cool if I give it to you by the end of the week? She's like, yeah, that's fine. So she's she's like really chill about everything. Um, like even when it comes to like being there at whatever time of night or or whatever. Because sometimes I go go there or stay there late at night and chill or. Even sometimes pass out in my office, but it's been a it's been a long time since I did that. When I first started, I was renting on the arm handshake deal. You know how break shops have like one office on the side and then a bunch of bays they work through. Mm-hmm. So I rented the office because they had bought the building next to it to do brakes, tires, all this stuff on the back end, and they didn't use this tiny six hundred square foot office anymore. So River City Brakes in Sacramento, California, Carmichael, California. Rented me, Mike DeSalvo, oh God, rented me this 600 square foot place. Not even 600, it's probably like 200. It was like a five by five room in the back and then a seven by five room and a 10 by five lobby. It was so small. Three prison cells. And I worked there for a year from 2013 to 2014. Built a customer base every day, sitting out there on a lawn chair, talking to everybody while playing PlayStation in the back with a rolling desk. And, uh, like it was a drafting table I put on wheels mm-hmm. that I found in the back next to it, a garbage can. And it already had the little computer area. So I got one of those Optiplex folding computers, put it in there with a monitor, had a couple of chairs, some slat wall accessories. The people had to open their auto shop at seven in the morning by walking through my entire office. And we had a lot of loss. People would steal cases, screen protectors, Phones at one point, some guy stole two phones. I had a security camera caught it all, and they didn't do nothing about it. So that's why we had to move. But same on the arm deal. Didn't have insurance. Didn't have a business license at the time. Didn't know what a business license was. Twenty three, just off drugs. You know, no, I think it was twenty one, just off drugs. Twenty one and a half, starting a business. Then twenty two, I end up moving to the seventy three thirty Fair Oaks, which is the hey customer of mine had a location that was retail ready really was just a busted up nail salon been abandoned like eight years Mm -hmm. and so i had to tear out all the fixtures the chairs the sinks everything cap them best i could without a plumber i bought a blowtorch some solder i lit the building on fire twice but it worked (laughs) it worked 10 years of that location no issue until a lovely transgender gentleman decided to rob me of shit tons of money. I only say transgender, so you know the point. It was California. This man was transgender. It's just a fact. Stole so much money from me and destroyed the business acumen and the customer base. But the new guy who's running it, he's have, having trouble because winter is usually slower out there because nobody wants to get outside in the cold, especially when it's cold in California. They hibernate. It's just like... Dumb people with money hibernate. How cold does it even get in California? Like 60. So per- literally perfect weather. Exactly. But people are calling me, it's too, too cold to hit the USPS. Your order will come out when it thaws. Don't worry. I'll, I'll call you back. Like It seems like everyone's moving slow. But so he's having trouble getting the money to pay me this month. He owes me two grand more out of a $5,500 bill, normally 5000 But if you didn't know, he's paying 5000 a month towards his $80,000 balance after paying me a lump sum. So that short sale has come into breach a couple of times in the last three months where he's had like, oh, I'll pay in the end of the month. I'll pay you this time. I'll pay you that time. 
but he has to pay two grand plus the other five grand on the first plus fifteen hundred on rent because I left the rent in my name just in case I have to go repossess the store. Mm-hmm. Hypothetically, on the thirty first, if there's no money in my account that fills that balance, I have to fly out on a red eye, change the locks on the first, because then I keep a hundred and forty grand he's paid me, and I get to resell the business. It's, it's nothing personal. It's strictly business, but that's giving. I give him the first two months free, mm-hmm. all that stuff. It's uh, it's funny because I keep running into a lot of new guys in those groups I was talking about, the CPRST, that are basically building stores up with contracts to like Total Wireless, Verizon, T-Mobile. They're building them up and then trying to sell them within 90 days for triple or quadruple the profit. So they pay twenty grand to start everything, no customer base, no information, no SEO, and try and quadruple their money in three months. I don't like it, but it's also kind of ingenious. I wish I would have done it with this. Does it work? I haven't seen him sell it, and he won't get me the fucking NDA to sign. Okay, so we just watched my new vlog that's coming out today. Sometimes I don't shoot the vlogs. And I'm like, damn it, I don't have any content. That's the hardest part about doing any business where you're like last minute lazy, mm-hmm. not last minute Larry. But I'll wait till the last available minute to do the thing I need to do instead of like, what is it? They say in YouTube, January, February, people fall off because the CRM is super low. So people just take their breaks and their holidays and they go to Maldives, they do all their shit, you know big YouTubers, but basically because they're paid so little, it's not worth posting. I want to post. I just don't have the time because I'm so fucking busy because eh, everything else is popping off. eBay is popping off though. Is it? Um, our made by love one is we're selling a lot of soaps and I need to do a cold pressed batch because I sold out of black coral and moss. Yeah, it was 120 bars and one person bought 65 bars on Amazon. Damn. Yeah. It's $3 a bar. We make like $1.65 after the fees, which is not bad. It's hard to get started on selling online. I wish I just had more me, you know, like, oh, checking shit, doing this, posting. They give like free promos. Amazon is a great place to sell. They're seller handmade. Mm-hmm. They're going to integrate with everything. But You could do it. You could. I know. I need that. I need a little extra income. Can you draw? Can I draw? Yeah. What, what do you, what, what hobbies do you have? Like Magic the Other. There's got to be something else. Chess. 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 You could give chess advice. There's Not a, good chess advice. Doesn't matter, but there's uh, Like, hey, the first thing you want to do is move your pawn, but if you don't want to do that, you can also move one of your other ones. Chess teacher. On oh, Fiverr? Yeah. <laughs> Dude, Fiverr still has a crazy amount, yeah. Chess coach, two to you. Oh, you know what? Actually, uh, you just reminded me of something that I can kind of do. Charges $315 for one training plan. Seriously? Yeah. So I'm an ordained minister. What? Ordained online. uh, In the Church of the Spaghetti Monster? Uh, In the Universal Life Church. What's that? Uh, A... Online church. Is it real? Yeah. Yeah, it's real. Controversy. The legitimacy of the ULC or ordination has been challenged in legal venues, primarily with respect to the questions whether it constitutes a religious affiliation for tax purposes and whether ordinations legally permit recipients to perform weddings in various jurisdictions. That's good. Church of Flying Spaghetti Monster. 
My brother was married by somebody who was ordained in the Church of the Flying Spaghetti Monster. (laughs) If you don't know, there is a church that is of the world, (laughs) the Flying Spaghetti Monster. These people wear spaghetti pants. They, uh, it's spaghetti and meatballs. They have newsletters, religious holidays, Friday, there's no dues, beer volcanoes in the afterlife, pirate regalia at formal functions. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, you could literally start your own religion, honestly. So if you are part of this, they can't, if you wear pirate regalia to work, they can't say anything legally in all states. Do you want to make a church, uh, the church of the big titty anime ladies? (sighs) I got to find out how much you can make from becoming a church like that. There has to be some benefits because, yeah, one good blogged website like this couple of well, well post. I see how he's got a, a strainer on his head. Mm-hmm. The church, uh, church of the anime waifus. There's got to be one, right? There's got to be one already. Church of the anime waifus. <laughs> <laughs> I remember seeing that on TikTok. Church of Mazono. Let's see what this guy found. Yeah, literally just pictures. Nick Robinson. He's everyone. got a lot of subscribers. I wonder if he'll claim this video. Yeah, <laughs> I guess that describes me. So the anime girl who you see plastered all over Tobin's what? walls. What? Nobody cares. A suit of armor. It's just buttons, my man. You put on a million buttons. There's no fucking way he did this. He did. He posted the whole oh, thing. I, I didn't yeah. really take like no. the best of care of. Can I? Can I walk? Yeah, yeah. Side? You can. You can step on it. Like crashed or just um, you know, it just ends up getting wrinkled. So he has to be uh, filthy fucking so, rich. Yeah. Has to be right. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. Yeah. Percent. He's even got the the anime boys. Jesus. No. What what is holding that up? GameCube. Yep. Just like that. Oh, it's a bunch of long ass poles yep. and tape. All right, it's working. Yep. Oh my God. For the Wii? Yeah. Let me, yeah, I can show that. <laughs> what is wrong with people? Why with do you have access to this house? It's possible, as I was very honored when you carry playwrights in human history and find that he wild. loved doing it. Huh? Allowed him this to is wild. That's just. No, you could, you could literally make your own, own church of like anime waifus if you really wanted to. Yeah, how to start a church? You know, we'd get shunned out here. Oh, for sure. A five hundred eight C, yeah. Um, step by step guide, establish a church, how to start a church. But see, we could also pay Crunchyroll and High Dive for their advertising. It'd be amazing. On the Fiverr thing, uh. A thing that came to mind is, uh, and like one of the aspects of like doing, uh, being the ordained minister, 
and doing like uh, like marrying people is doing like a quote unquote like a little therapy session. Yeah, or like, like BetterHelp.com ma- yeah. marriage counseling kind of. I um, I posted so many things on Fiverr for sale when I started dealing with like Alan and Rudo. Mm-hmm. I was like, I'm just going to post every little thing I know about. You want advice? Five bucks. I probably made like three, four hundred bucks the first year. I got some good ratings, some bad ratings, but I got removed when I moved here because I didn't respond to two purchases of my premium plan at like 95 bucks each. So I sold people. Let me tell you why your life is shit. <laughs> I'm just, I'll break down why you're failing, like what you're not doing. Cause I, at that time I was really heavy into like everyday microdosing. Here's the happiness, ego aside. And mm-hmm. uh, mushrooms are a great medicinal thing. If you're going through like me, PTSD, I've got anxiety issues. It, severely changed my mentality which is crazy like if you would have met me a year ago year and a half ago before i moved here you would have hated me hated me pompous prick talking about this 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 everything was like business duh now you became a changed man i'm very changed man see so uh i guess the anime i guess the other thing i'm offering besides ivy league medics ivy Micro-nutritional therapy is therapy. Come by, lay down on my couch, and I will give you unsolicited therapy advice. Un- unwarranted, unsolicited B12 shots and therapy. Yeah, from an unlicensed... Chlorophyll. <laughs> Chlorophyll, more like boreful. God, I love Happy Gilmore, Billy Madison. Those were the two... Those fucking were my childhood right there. Those two movies? Yeah, I saw the the conspiracy theories with Adam Sandler. You ever seen that? Mm-mm. That he connects all his movies oh, and yeah. the universes together because people play in the same role 20, 30 years like Chubbs from Happy Gilmore mm-hmm. is then in Little Nicky and yeah. then he's in a couple of other, you know, like little things. Did you, did you hear about the conspiracy theory of um, Billy, Billy Madison with... Um, Steve Buscemi's character, how he was from Airheads, right? He was from that that uh, the movie with Nicolas Cage where he's a, a convict and he's being transported via via airplane and he's like oh. a serial killer. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Where he calls in, yeah, the, the one he's like, so, talk to me. So the conspiracy theory is that. Uh, his character in Billy Madison is a serial killer, hence, like, him crossing names off. And he ends up getting caught. Con Air. That's a movie. So uh, Steve Buscemi's character in Con Air is supposedly still the same character from Billy Madison, except he got caught. And then um, at the end of Con Air, whenever Steve Buscemi's character escapes, he ends up... uh, like having this new identity and the new character is his character from uh, the Big Lebowski. Oh, here we go. Here's the fan theory right here. It's 55 seconds. 
Okay, fan theory. Garland Green from Conair is the same person as Donnie from The Big Lebowski. In Conair, Garland is one of the most terrifying serial killers in the world. At the end of Conair, everyone thinks Garland died in the plane crash, but we see that he sneaks away to do some gambling. Now, remember, this was before social media, so yes, people have seen his face on the news, but he's so scrawny and weak-looking and innocent that no one thinks he could possibly be a serial killer. His fun times in Vegas run out, so he takes all his winnings, makes his way to Los Angeles, where he meets Walter and the dude and joins their bowling team. Two dudes who would never ask questions and only think about themselves. He assumes a much quieter life and personality, but he clearly doesn't stop serial killing. He has a whole bunch of bowling shirts throughout the movie, none of them with the name Donnie. All of these people were they maybe other bowlers that he killed. Whoa. Plus, think about it, he doesn't have any friends or family. No one else shows up to his funeral. Donnie is Holy definitely shit. Garland Green from Con Air. Okay, fan theory. Gar and then he's... I'm just still so shocked at the idea that this business took off. Oh, did I tell you I have tax problems with this business now? Oh, really? So we had employees last year. We signed up for the Oklahoma taxpayers withholding form so we could have employees. We paid the tax through Square. It's all remotely handled through Square. Mm -hmm. Tell me why seven months after our first employee we get a warning, hey, your number is wrong. Okay, well, I fix it. I pay my taxes. They're all current now. And then they say the number's wrong. We can't pay for your your W two filings post twenty twenty what was it twenty twenty four January twenty second nobody will get their W nines or W twos like what so then I have to go to another commission the Oklahoma Tax Commission and get another number apparently we needed that in the beginning well sorry it's a thousand dollar fine we pay it we get the number we give it to Square and they're like no it's incorrect Oklahoma Tax Commission hasn't contacted me for two weeks to tell me if they could fix it because their number is not accessible through Square so none of the taxes are going to get paid to any of the people who are on fucking W-2s W-9s yeah Jesus sorry not my fault your fucking state will not handle it everything on my end is fixed Square's just like there's nowhere to put the money in to report it to the state Oklahoma being behind on so many things and then not wanting to be behind on certain others is ridiculous dude it was so dumb I'm happy we're gonna get on multiplayer ADVR tonight you have to you fucking have to it's so much better than the original game it, he didn't die till the very end the very fucking end and there was 10x the amount of creatures trying to eat us it wasn't like all right clear the area we were constantly constantly in battle it was amazing if you ever care to you want to ask uh questions to me or alex email is right here go to this email send us your questions yeah he's got it There's and if you're you know single ready to mingle my phone number's right here I felt like I had a lot more to add to that, and then it just kind of blinked in my mind. So Crickets. 
crickets. Yeah. yeah. But no, we appreciate you viewing, watching, subscribing, enjoying the afternoon on Hump Day with us. So Hump Day. Hump Day. It's really your Saturday. So we post these on Saturday. I'm going to start posting my vlogs on Sundays because apparently that's the best time. And we'll see you later. We appreciate you. Keep building. Keep dreaming. Doing your thing. I don't give a shit. Peace.